Good morning, everybody. Welcome into the Daily Draft Report. It's your daily dose of prospect information for the 2023 NFL Draft. Today, I'm really excited to talk about this guy, a guy who had an enormous season this year, rose up draft boards, probably was a UDFA before this year, but due to a monstrous, monstrous 2022 season, Jalen Hyatt, wide receiver from Tennessee, six foot right on the nose and 185 pounds. And my guest is, I'm always really excited to talk about this guy. He's one of the most knowledgeable guys out there for rookies. Matt Hooks, the Matt Hooks, <laughs> Matt Hicks, the rookie big board guru is what I call. How you doing, Matt? I'm good. I double uh, as a fisherman, so Matt Hooks works. Yeah, we can we can make it happen. Nice. I like it. Now that guy I saw today, like that big Rick, Ricky Van Dam or whatever, the big fisher retired, so you can just take his spot. There you go. Oh, hey, what his name there is. we go. Something like that. I, I just We're going to reel in a big a big fish in this draft class on this episode. <laughs> as much money as some of those fishermen make, I tell you, it would be a fun job, man, to be fishing. Come on. <laughs> make several million a year fishing. Look at the specifics of Jalen Hyatt real quick. He was a four-star guy in the class of 2020 um, from Irmo, South Carolina. Um, committed to Tennessee in his first couple years. Uh, didn't see the field a whole lot. His freshman and sophomore year, years getting 276 yards his freshman year, 226 yards his sophomore year, a couple touchdowns each year. But this last year exploded. Uh, Cedric Tillman did not see the field much, and Hyatt took over as Hooker's go-to man with 1,266 yards, 15 touchdowns, and a Bolitnikoff award. So he should satisfy with the junior, the breakout age, the dominator rating, everything. I mean, he satisfies. This season should be good for all that. So analytics people settle down. So we're going to talk about what we talk about tape on. All right, Matt, what skills does Hyatt possess you think could make him successful in the NFL? There's no denying it with Jalen Hyatt. It starts with his speed, right? But yeah. it goes much further than his speed. But starting here, Hyatt, he's fast, man. He's fast off the line of scrimmage. He's fast moving downfield. He uses that speed to separate consistently. We're going to expect Hyatt to go to the combine and be one of the three fastest wideouts, right? That's probably a, a safe bet there for Jalen Hyatt. Uh, he accelerates really well downfield, but he's also quick moving east to west. So he does have some lateral ability in there. But like I mentioned, I want to point out, because for a lot of folks, it stops there. And I've gotten a lot of comps to like a Henry Ruggs type player. But Hyatt's much more than that, in my opinion. He shows the ability to separate well versus off coverage. I like his release off the line of scrimmage. You look at his handwork. He really developed his handwork between 2021 and 2022. I think it's one of the reasons that he was able to get on the field in 2022 uh, heading into this year. So I really like that. And his hands, man, I love his hands. They're sticky. They're consistent. He puts his body in a position to win consistently, which I think is really important for a player that's going to have a little bit smaller of a frame. So although it starts with his speed, I think it's pretty well-rounded. Right, yeah, everybody's just going to say that, the speed. You know, that's what everybody sees on the tape. You know, you see those those explosive plays of him 20 yards beyond the defensive back and Hooker just slinging it down there. So that's obviously where it's going to be. But his speed, when he when he gets the ball, you know, he's very twitchy, elusive. You know, like he said, he can go east to west. He doesn't lose speed when he does those things. And his ball tracking, I mean, he tracks that deep ball as well as anybody in this class. So, and then the hands, I mean, these are all the things that I noticed as well, too. So. We agree on that. So that's that's the big, and that's kind of, you know, I, I see a lot of people calling him a one-trick pony. 
and I may have been guilty of that in the past as well, comparing him to Will Fuller. There are a lot of Will Fuller comps out there. (laughs) But the more I watch, there is more to like about the game. You know, he... He's not going to be the most physical guy, although he does. He is competitive as a blocker, and with the ball in his hands, he doesn't just fall down, you know, with, with at each contact. So there is a lot to like about him. So what is the main concerns? Like, what is is there anything you think can hold him back? Yeah, I mean, the two areas Jalen Hyatt grades the worst for me are two areas that I find folks tend to overvalue with wide receiver prospects, right? So where Jalen Hyatt scores a little bit lower is in his route running ability, just because we don't see much from him, right? He's primarily running slants, posts, comeback routes, and verticals for Tennessee. There's not like Josh Heupel's offense is not going to ask you to run in-depth technical routes. So you didn't see Jalen Hyatt needing to do that. And guess what, Dwight? At the next level, he doesn't need to do that. I joke about it all the time. But if you can run a slant route, a, a really good slant route, right, and a vertical in the NFL, you can get by just fine that way, right? I remember when A.J. Brown was coming out, folks were talking about he didn't have a technical route running set. And I was like, dude, look at A.J. Brown's slant. He'll be perfectly fine in the NFL. And I feel a similar way uh, to the way Jalen Hyatt can work a route tree. I don't think an NFL team is going to want him to work the whole tree. They're not going to need him to work the whole tree, and he'll be effective. The other knock I consistently see uh, regarding Jalen Hyatt is he doesn't have a huge yak rate right like if he's not going to be elusive in the open field he's not going to break tackles and that's not something that I have found translates well to the NFL you don't need that yak ability in the NFL you're mostly going to do your your damage before or uh yeah before the catch so the two areas he grades lowest on are not ones that I weigh heavily in my formula so it helps kind of boost him up my rankings yeah, I mean, heck, Mike, Mike Evans is going to the Hall of Fame, and he has like 70 yards after the catch his entire <laughs> career. Um, <laughs> so as far as the route tree is, do you think the – another thing that I hear a lot is the system concerns. Is that something you're worried about then? It, it's really it's really not for me. You know, when I when I dig into his route running ability, I do see good footwork. And, I, I you know, he does separate with speed, of course, but he has good footwork working off of his release – the release is a huge part of, of, of route running that I look at. It's one of the really the only things I, I super care about. Um, and I do see a good release and I see improvement, right? Because that's going to be another knock people have on Hyatt. Okay, why did it take until his junior year to get on the field and break out? Remember, Jalen Hyatt was recruited by Jeremy Pruitt's coaching staff who really didn't coach these guys up. I mean, they did not do a good job in program development, especially on the offensive side of the ball, right? And so you look, and Jalen Hyatt, like in interviews, he's talked about he was not physical enough with his handwork. He was not consistent enough to deserve to be on the field consistently in the past. And that's why he only had 20 receptions in each of his first two seasons. So you could see a ton of development with Jalen Hyatt and with you know, one full year in the Josh Heupel offense and then coming into his second year. So, you know, I do see improvement in that route running ability too. So I'm not super worried about it. Right. And then I've seen this, the slender build thing, which is ridiculous these days. I think six foot 185 is, I mean, it's not the death sentence it was even five years ago. I mean, you know, the <laughs> I think NFL's, that's big in this year's class. <laughs> yeah. I mean, shoot. Yeah, look at Devontae Smith. I mean, he's I think he's better built than Devontae is. So, yeah, uh, yeah, I don't think it's as much of a knock as it used to be. 
All right. Um, where does he stand in your rookie rankings? Where is he in your wide receiver rankings? He's my wide receiver three. I think it's the highest I've seen him. Um, you know, I'm willing to use a, a late first round pick on him. I would probably go as high as 108, even 109 on Jalen Hyatt in a super flex league. Uh, I'd be glad to get him. I think his ADP is probably going to fall more in that early second round range. And, you know, I'm not comparing him one to one, but like, man, early second round, late first round. This is where I got Justin Jefferson. This is where I got T Higgins, like Jalen Waddle. Like it, this just seems to be this sweet spot of wide receivers. We let fall to this range. So I, I you know, obviously, you know, I'm not drawing one-to-one with those guys, but just the type of value that I could see Jalen Hyatt bringing here over the first couple of years in the NFL. I'm really excited about it. Nice. Uh, NFL mock draft database has 13 mock drafts from today alone, which is crazy to me. Um, there are four going to the Cowboys, uh, five going to the Ravens, one going to the Chargers, Bills, Chiefs, Vikings all got one vote apiece. So everybody says he's kind of a late for a strong guy. Those are all from today. So is there any team you think he'd be a better fit on or somewhere you'd really like to see him on? I mean, the Chargers would be amazing. Uh, I think we're, we have just been waiting for a wide receiver to land on the Chargers. And you think about, you know, whether the Keenan Allen thing is legit or Mike Williams comes back, regardless, I think there would be plenty of opportunity there. You know, it's never good to get drafted to the Ravens. Um, you know, I know the OC is changing, but that would still terrify me. The Giants are sitting in that range, too. You know, you think about volume opportunity. You put Jalen Hyatt on that Giants offense, he's probably getting 80-plus targets easily in his first year. So that's the other thing, too, with, with his speed. I think a lot of folks picture him as like a 60-70 to 70 target guy. I think Hyatt could easily come out with 80-100 to 100 targets in the right offense. So there's a lot of potential in the back end of that first round. And I've seen mock drafts where he goes as high as the Texans at 12. So, you know, right. there, there's legitimate chatter for Jalen Hyatt to be wide receiver one off the NFL board. What about the Chiefs at 31? <laughs> oh, that'd man. Be, that'd be kind of mean. <laughs> Don't do that to my man Sky Moore, though. We need some volume for him next year. Uh, I'm so happy to see him get his first touchdown last night. Uh, yeah. And he's just super, super happy. <laughs> All right. Do you have a player comp, comp for Jalen Hyatt? You know, I'm not the biggest comp guy. I, I think what I've heard, you know, I've heard Will Fuller. I get Will Fuller. He's not a He's not a one-to-one with Jalen Waddle, I don't want to call him Jalen Waddle, but like just in terms of the value, like this is the same way I was talking about Jalen Waddle in terms of like we were just letting him fall low. He can work the slants over the middle of the field. He's speed, but he's more than speed. So it's not like a one-to-one trait comp. I don't really love doing that, but just in terms of a value, I feel like I'm talking about him in a very similar way. You know, he's not my wide receiver one but he is high up and that's exactly kind of, and then I just sat there at one Oh nine and one twelve and took Jalen Waddle. And, you know, I think I ended up with like 70% exposure on him and I'll probably have about 70% exposure on Jalen Hyatt too this season. Thank you. As, thank you as usual, Matt. That's yeah. I mean, Hyatt's a guy who, like I said, kind of took that immense rise throughout the season and it was good to see Tennessee finally use him in Tennessee, how to, to do, you know, an, an NFL offense, you know, it was kind of, or, you know, I guess not an NFL offense. You know what I mean. A proficient offense. There you go. A fun I mean, offense. Yeah, yes. something not oh my agri- ag- agonizing to watch. <laughs> uh, do you think Joe Milton's going to keep it up? 
No. <laughs> I'm mixed, man. I man, he has been abysmal in, in when he's played so far in college. So it's hard for I me am, to uh, see that. But I thought the same of Hooker too, though. I, I'm just yeah. I'm a well-trained Vols fan, man. You you can't get your hopes up too high, right? So if gotcha. he does it, you know I'm here for it. I'll be cheering him on plenty, but I'm not gonna get my hopes up. I just I can't do it. All right, Matt. Thanks. Uh, tell everybody where they can find you on Twitter. Everything you're working on. I know you got a lot of balls up in the air this time of year, juggling a lot. I mean, Dwight, you know you hear it once a week. Patreon.com/slash/RookieBigBoard. Get access, you know, to the rookie rankings. Full, you know, I'm re- as we're talking through this, man. I'm just reading off of my my player notes, my tape notes that are available to everyone who's a rookie big board patron. You get in on the Discord. It's just three bucks a month. I have over 75 player profiles done. Every rookie in the in the class right now is ranked. Uh, so you know, it's it's a really great affordable, you know, pr- place to go and get some rookie content. So patreon.com slash rookie big board, just three bucks a month. And I'm over on Twitter at the FF underscore educator. Excellent. Thank you very much, man. All right. You can find me on Twitter. FF people's champ this podcast daily draft RPRT. Thank you guys as much, always very much for listening. We will talk to you tomorrow. Bye.